0: Now Christopher Nolan is one of the world's most preeminent directors, Um, he's sort of I guess the intelligent Spielberg, Um, if there's a raft of directors that have taken control of cinema like David Fincher or the Coen brothers, Paul Thomas Anderson would be my highlight as far as art goes, um, as far as filmmaking, filmography goes, Denis Villeneuve. Probably usurps Nolan at this stage. Uh, I think the passing of the torch with Tenet v June, I saw the pre trailer trailer. What the hell is that about? A trailer for a trailer, but it looked really good. Um, I think that is probably the torch passed from uh, Christopher Nolan. Nolan, a uh, British American guy who came to a lot of prominence with his second film, Memento, still regarded as his best by many. Um, I thought Insomnia was very good, and that often features near the bottom. He did a run of three Batman films, which arguably more importantly set the tone for the Marvel Universe than anything else. They were dark, very intelligent, very well-directed, artistically very strong films. Perhaps reaching the peak with The Dark Knight, more than the final film, uh, The Dark Knight Rises, um, that was regarded as still one of the great achievements in, in cinema and probably arguably better than any marvel film on its own i would say so yeah um the prestige uh, another christian bale starring film was i thought excellent and that also had hugh jackman in it um but arguably the high point of his outside of the batman films was inception in 2010 uh, still a masterpiece a bit too bloated at the end of all the shooting which it doesn't need because the themes are so strong and that kind of set him up as this guy that could make Kubrick-esque films based around really high concepts that would nonetheless do a billion dollars at the box office. Unfortunately since Inception I really like The Dark Knight Rises but um, it was a slightly lesser film than The Dark Knight but I thought it was still a really good one. Interstellar I thought was a bit of a fail yet compared to what i'm about to review it was an enormous success um dunkirk i i think is a laudable failure because of the it was a completely different style of film for him it wasn't so relentlessly overblown if full of exposition a final 45 minutes packed with too much action and too long a film which is often the way with his films a bit too talky Necessarily, because the uh, narratives don't always convey everything that's happening clearly. So he, I think, exposition is the clearest fail in writing there is. Um, but Interstellar had a lot of very good points, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Um, um, but Dunkirk, I thought, just failed because it didn't convey the enormity of what happened. I thought that the Spitfire scene was great. I thought that Mark Rylance in the boat was great but I felt that the soldiers the most important aspect was a little bit amateurish Um, and I didn't really get a sense of that incredible flotilla of boats going across the channel um, as much as I did the the amassing on a beach so I, I think it's a really overrated film but yet I can I can appreciate it because it was very stylistically different to anything he'd done now with coronavirus the cinema has gone through one of the most interesting years ever because of course any environment where people are packed in like sardines doesn't lend itself very well to cinema so we've got this thing where uh, a lot of major projects like the new James Bond film have been on hold um, and there's been building tension about Tenet the latest Christopher Nolan film all year because it was deemed to be the film that would save cinema and get people back into watching films on the big screen. And it was released, I think, over a week ago now, Um, and I got to see the 70mm version of it at the wonderful Hayden Orpheum. A reason to go to the cinema is the Hayden Orpheum. It's a grand old cinema. It's got a bar, it's got multiple bars. You can get a glass of red wine, and go and sit and watch a film like adults. It's got nothing to do with multiplexes. Um, So I would go and watch a film, and I have gone and watched films in there, just because of the environment that you're not going to get at home. So I went and saw the 70mm version of Tenet. Now this stars John David Washington, who's Denzel Washington's son, which you can hear in this film a lot. Um, He gave a career-making performance in Black Klansman, A film I didn't think was a masterpiece, yet twice as good as The Five Bloods. He was very good in that film. He's a star here, and he very much is. You're with him from the beginning, which is an attack on an opera house like you would get in, say, Mission Impossible or a James Bond film, um, where the Washington character, who is named as the protagonist, which is not a good point of the film, um, he goes into this... Um, opera where the audience have been um, captured by terrorists and it's all very confusing like everything in the film but basically um, he gets the bombs out of there and he retrieves from a spy in there this artifact in a box which is very mysterious and is the MacGuffin of Tenet Um, and these artifacts show up throughout the film and are what the film's about they all have to be together in one place is basically the the underlying plot of the film he sees some weird things with the old people going backwards a little bit in the uh, moving backwards and and bullets flying out of people and into the gun um and that's that's setting him up for the film he is he takes a cyanide pill when he's captured and tortured he manages to kill himself with a cyanide pill but it's a fake it doesn't actually kill him and he wakes up And he is in the auspice of this organisation called Tenet. And he's told that he's now dead, but he works for them and he has to work on this new case which is basically trying to save the world from the world's end, which is coming. And you're then told that something happens in the future which is the end of the world and fragments of that future have been appearing in the present and he then tries to find out where this bullet comes from, which is flies backwards out of a person. And he finds out about this the notion of inversion where certain artefacts, which have probably come from the future, can um, act backwards in time. So if it's a gun and a bullet, it will, it will do the reverse of what you expect. It is not a strong concept. It isn't a strong concept at all even when the scientist is explaining it to him and you're physically watching it it doesn't work it just doesn't work the central premise of this film doesn't work um so we then get a james bond movie where he goes you know international locations highly guarded complexes where he hunts down basically kenneth branagh is this arms dealer who has being he's he's like ground zero for where all of this future technology is coming from um and elizabeth i can't say her surname properly debicki who was magnificent all six foot three of her in widows is the main female actress in this film another woefully underwritten woman role from christopher nolan who rarely ever gets a woman role right Um, She is the wife, the estranged wife, of Kenneth Branagh's Russian arms dealer who is ground zero for this future tech and David Washington pairs up with Robert Pattinson as part of this international espionage group of people who are hunting down what these artefacts are and what they mean and under the belief that the end of the world is caused by them all being together. And that is the, um, that's basically the plot of a very, very confusing film. Now, I watched this film, and i I was deeply confused, but I was also sure that I had understood all of it. And there's nothing more annoying than fanboys in today's world telling you that you haven't understood a film if you don't like it. I don't like a bad film, therefore I haven't understood it. Well, I went through Wikipedia on the story after I got home. I understood 100% of the story. It just isn't very good. Um, This is a film that is undoubtedly Christopher Nolan's worst film. And it is impossible that it is getting good reviews because it is objectively a poor film. Now, I thought Interstellar was a misfire. Interstellar had great characters, memorable characters... A massive wide range of emotion with some very moving scenes. Visual visually it was often dazzling and it had some pretty heavy themes that were a bit clunkily delivered, but you understood and felt them. This is the opposite of Tenet. Not one single character in this whole film is memorable. Emotionally, it is completely flat. There is no emotion in this film, no heart. Not one moving scene. Most surprisingly of all, I didn't rec- I didn't believe a single sequence in this film was memorable visually. And I thought at the very least, I would get a visually memorable film. Nothing in this film is visually memorable. If you've seen the trailer where the plane, the 747, crashes into the side of the airport, that's the most memorable scene in the film, and you've seen it the way it appears in the film... That's also something that's happened much more interestingly in other films already. All of the big action sequences are derivative of stock action sequences. The other where they're running up the side of the building you see in the trailer as impressively as it appears in the film. Nothing in this film is anywhere near the imagination or visual splendour of action sequences in the modern mission impossible franchises the fast and furious franchises not even close i was really surprised it's also a film that tosses out an awful lot of the better information in the film in the last 20 minutes and it tosses them out in such a ramshackle quick manner that they just fly by before that there's two hours of nearly dead time um the characters themselves aren't interesting people. Robert Pattinson and Washington are the mo- and uh, Debicki are, and Branner are the four most interesting people. They're okay, but they're only okay and they're the most interesting people in the film. It also struggles with a lot of logic. Um, for instance, um, he has to go and see this Indian woman who's a billionaire, who is incredibly difficult to get to see to the extent... ...that they have to run up the side of a building... ...because her security means that it's impossible... ...even for him to get to see her. Later in the film, she's shown sitting in a car with a hitman... ...waiting to do a hit on someone. Like, which is it? Um, I was so disappointed by this film... ...because it is objectively bad. It's not a film that I'd look back on and go... ...yeah, there's loads of cool stuff in this film. Because there isn't. Um, There's a car sequence, which is the next biggest sequence that just is a subpar Fast and Furious did it much better every single one they've done in Fast Five on. I mean, every single major car heist element they've done is better than this one. And the biggest crushing part of this film is the backwards conceit doesn't work. It's it's never... This is a film that should have been a novella, a science fiction novella about 130 pages long. Because the ideas are quite small, Uh, it doesn't have the legs to carry a two and a half hour film. And because the concept of the backwards movement would be so much better, but it isn't in the film, it never works. They must have spent how they spent $200 million on a film that looks like it cost $20 million, I don't know. Um, The whole backwards movement thing is never lyrical or fluid or interesting to watch it just doesn't make sense to you visually it doesn't work at all and that's the that's the selling point of the film if it wasn't christopher nolan making this film another director would have got shut down because it wasn't a strong enough idea so this is a massive disappointment and i think if you look back now interstellar was a bit of a misfire so was dunkirk it's a long time between drinks for christopher nolan And his films seem to be getting weaker and this has every aspect of weakness that have shown their heads a little bit in previous films. But like I said, Interstellar, really good characters, well-drawn characters that engaged you, none of that here. Really dazzling black hole space visuals, none of that here. Um, I can't believe how rote this film is. Um, So I'm really disappointed to say that Tenet... It may be the film that saves cinema because a lot of people will go and watch it in the cinema but I thought this might be a poor film but at least I'll get some visual splendor that made it worth watching in the cinema you don't. And probably the most crushing thing I can say about this film is I don't think I'll watch it again because even though I'd sit through Interstellar because it's got some really cool stuff even though I didn't think it was that fantastic I've watched it a few times there isn't really a reason to watch this again. And the narrative is so confusingly portrayed that you probably do understand this film. It just is very, very poorly explained to you visually. Um, So I thought it was a very badly written film with nothing interesting visual and with a completely flat emotional palette and no interesting action sequences at all. And very, very flat characters. So 4 out of 10 for Tenet a really poor and the worst Christopher Nolan film, sadly. This is Vitamin C by Eggy from Cannes, the kraut rock band from the album Eggy Bam Yassi, which occupies the opening 10 minutes.